All views and opinions expressed in this podcast are solely the views of the individuals themselves and not any companies related to them. Welcome to episode 111 of Film Nights. My name's Richie. My name's Jack. My name's Henry. And in today's episode, we're talking about Christopher Nolan's Dunkirk. How are you guys doing? Really good. Yeah. Yeah, had a lovely week away. Um, I've been in been in Anglesey. Oh, right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, it was beautiful. Yeah, it's great. Shut up for a second, because we've got a special <laughs> guest here. <laughs> fine, fine. <laughs> and nobody cares about... Uh, no, this is, this is much better. Uh, yep, very special guest on the show tonight, which is Dale Alexander. Hello. Uh, so, Dale, what have you been up to recently? Oh, well, I'm currently just working on films at the moment. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Any well, specific details you can give us on that? or? Uh... Uh, well, I, I finished up on Wonder Woman not too long ago. Mm. I've been working on some some other secret projects. Okay. Can't announce just yet. Mm. Well, I presume there is one that you can announce, which is... One we're reviewing right now. Yeah, so I did work on Dunkirk. So what was it like working on the film? Yeah, I really enjoyed working on the film, Jack. Uh, it was great to see an insight of how the film would developed over time. Uh, mm. How uh, long have you been working at your current place of work? Uh, so, yeah, I work at the company Double Negative, which is, makes blockbuster films, TV shows, and other stuff that's in the works. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've been working there now for over a year, year and a few months now. Mm. Yeah. yeah, it's gone, gone quite quick. Currently working as uh, a layout artist there now. Right. Well, um, are we allowed to know what that means, or are we allowed to ask you about that? Yeah, you can ask me what layout is. Uh, Jack, you can ask me what. <laughs> Dale, would you mind just please telling us and the listeners what a layout artist is? <laughs> so yeah, a layout artist in in VFX is someone who, uh, if they're given, for example. Uh, a whole a whole CG scene um, that would in VFX that would just mean you'd be uh, blocking out where stuff is like set dressing with objects so there's like a city you'd be placing all the buildings placing all the placing all the trees <laughs> all the buildings um, but then one of my main roles um, <laughs> one of the main roles in, in layout would be creating CG camera moves so oh yeah so you track Mm, that's ma- of- that's that's match move. So, uh, <laughs> Jack, shut up! You don't know what the fuck you're talking about. If you're, um, yeah, if we were creating um, a entirely CG shot, then the camera would be up to me. So it's kind of like imagine you're in a virtual world and you've got a digital uh, camera and you've got all the settings that would be on a, a real life camera. So I get to decide like the focal length and zooms and and then I get to do the movement of the camera and mm. it's it's. It's like a digital cinematographer type role, so it's really like creative. Yeah, that sounds that sounds really cool. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a lot more creative than my than my last role, which was match movie. And is it is it down to your creative decision on what what you want the camera to do, or are you just given, please make it do this? So we might be given um, a layer artist might be given like a brief. Yeah, get given the brief or just like some concept work, and they say like. The, the this and then they kind of pan across like a mm. concept and say we want it kind of to feel like this 
Um, okay. And then I get to translate that. Um, nice. Yeah. It's pretty cool. It sounds cool. Um, it's good fun being being layout. Yeah, I enjoy it. So we're about to we're about to review this uh, film Dunkirk, which you've been working on. Uh, mm-hmm. Is this not a, a conflict of interest? Then you uh, talking giving a review of the film? <laughs> are you going to have to give a, a fake? Uh, I am obviously a bit, saying bit biased. Ten out of ten, brilliant, <laughs> brilliant film. Yeah, <laughs> obviously I'm a bit biased because I did enjoy working on the film. I can't say exactly what I did on the film. Okay. Um, but I can say I enjoyed mm. working on. The but film. it must feel really cool. <laughs> that's, that's good. I'm glad, I'm glad we can get that information. <laughs> I mean, it must feel great though. Like obviously, because you are still very early in your career, mm. and, to, and to have worked on a film that is obviously being talked about so much now. Oh, I can't believe it was my around f- the world my first film. I got to. To work on the, a Christopher Nolan film for my first film, it was incredible. Yeah, that's right. Because yeah. even though this was this, this was the first film you started working on, and sorry, sorry, even though that Wonder Woman came out before this, you started working on Dunkirk before. Yeah. Before Wonder Woman. Yeah. So that's pretty interesting. The way you get these kind of non-linear yeah. aspects yeah. in the behind the scenes of filmmaking. Yeah, I mean, some films finish wrap up early, and then the they might get like kind of shelved until it is a good time for it to be released right at the cinema type thing uh, just a season yeah exactly mm. i think we should probably start getting into the review though mm. uh so is it, unless anyone's got anything else they want to say about the week you guys have had no uh, at all i just want to get cracking yeah <laughs> just get on with it yeah <laughs> all right then uh this week we are talking about dunkirk here's a clip it's coming back round it's coming back round Dunkirk. I'm not going back. There's no hiding from this sun. We have a job to do. If we go there, we'll die. Okay, Dunkirk is directed by Christopher Nolan and it stars uh, Fionn Whitehead, Barry Keown, Mark Rylance, and Tom Hardy. The synopsis is Allied soldiers from Belgium. The British Empire and France are surrounded by the German army and evacuated during a fierce battle in World War II. What did you three think of Dunkirk? Yeah, I think there's a certain amount of inevitability here. We've been looking forward to this for a long, long time. And I think if there was ever going to be any debate during this episode, it was going to be a case of where do we rank it in in relation to other good films and great films. And to other Nolan films. To other Nolan films, mm. more specifically. And I think we were all going to like it. I'm not too surprised to see your letterbox reviews, both of you liking it. Um, but like I say, I think if there was ever going to be an issue of debate, it might be just how good is it. Mm. So how good is it, So Jack? how good is it, in my opinion? Well, I'd say it's very, very good. I, I loved it. I, I just found it just so gripping. Like every, everything just... I found myself like involuntary, involuntarily, like lifting my hands up, like going like, "Oh Christ!" Wanking, yeah. wanking, yeah, in the seat. <laughs> Just couldn't help myself. Yeah. Um, and it was, you know, I, I loved how he'd crafted the film in terms of the the style of the three, the three stories of mm-hmm. the the airplane, with, the Spitfire with Tom Hardy, the land on the beach with um, Kenneth Branagh, and the boat with Mark Rylance and his two sons. I thought that was a really good way of doing it because it gave the story 
within the obviously main story of Dunkirk and the evacuation, it gave it um, a bit more of a focus on on certain characters. And right from the start, that start was just so um, impactful. Impactful, yeah. And and the sound of the the gunfire and just everything straight away. We don't know anything about the character. We don't know who he is. We don't know what his story is. We just know he's a young lad and he's in real danger and he needs to get the fuck out of there. And from that moment on, it's just so tense and everything is geared towards building that tension. And for me, it just worked so well. And yeah, the, the shots the shots and the cinematography, I wish I'd seen it in IMAX. Mm. Um, and, and I hope to, actually. I still hope to get out and see it in IMAX somewhere. Where is the nearest one to us? Is it Manchester? Manchester. It must be Manchester, yeah. <sighs> Bit of a ball like but I do... Re- second largest in the UK, though, so if you can get there. Is it? Yeah. Right, well... Yeah, I really am keen to try and do that because, um, you know, I've, I've read quite a few reviews and people are saying make sure you do, yeah. if you can, yeah. get the chance. Because it's said the same with Hateful Eight, didn't we? Yeah, mm, and w- one of our listeners, um, one of the Villa fans, I think ben. it was Ben, told us, I hope you guys saw it in IMAX. Um, unfortunately, I didn't, and I don't think either of you I didn't guys either, did. no. But it is something I want to do because it did just look unbelievable. Oh. And it was just so real, and I loved how there was little dialogue. I thought that was actually a really great way of just not complicating it with certain... Dialogue. Certain, yeah, 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 exactly. Like It was just a case of survival. It was a survival story, and I was completely back in these characters, and um, I was just absolutely in love with the film from the start to the finish. Bravo, Chris Nolan. Wow, high praise indeed. Mm-hmm. Who do we go to next? Right, over to Negative Nancy. Negative <laughs> 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 Nancy. Cut that out. Judge, you want to go to me? Yeah, go yeah. on. Um, yeah, uh, I, I, I thought it was, it was great, but I didn't think it was incredible. Didn't think it was a masterpiece. <clears throat> I, I don't know. I mean, yes, I mean, it was so tense. Mm-hmm. So tense. Mm-hmm. Aided by a fantastic score by Hans Zimmer, I must say. Yeah, um, yeah. I think it's could win best sound at some, for something. It's got to, hasn't it? I mean, and, it's going to get some nominations. And just ha- just having the 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 constant uh, pocket watch going yeah. in the background, that being mixed with the score, yeah, added to this sense of putting you in the shoes of whoever was on the screen at any given moment. Um, the time literally ticking away was a great element of it I thought and I thought it really added to the score <clears throat> which in turn added to the tension um, cinematography outstanding yeah of course it is um, but I just don't think personally it's on that same level as some of the other films that no one's done yeah right um, I think actually yes the lack of dialogue at times worked and it added to the uh, confusion which is obviously natural if you were going to be in that um, situation yeah. you're not going to get people yeah. talking military bollocks all the time mm. it's just a it's um, it's a sink or swim yeah so it was disorientating as well some of it wasn't I it? did like that bit I yeah. like that aspect of the lack of dialogue but in my opinion that held the film back a bit there was a, there was a 20 minute period 25 minute period where I, I lost it a bit um, because as Jack said we had the three different stories mm. the three different um, methods of well, getting people out of there. Hmm. Um, but you just got... It was just a bit where I thought, right, I don't know what's going on now because it was, cause it was all non-linear as well. Mm-hmm. I just got a bit confused. Yeah. Um, and I could have done with a bit of... I just lost my way a bit. I thought, well, 
who's working with who and what's going on. Hmm. Um, maybe we can get into that. Yeah, um, maybe. Spoiler. But I, I, still think it was, I still think it was a very good film. And I said in my letterbox, my first sentence was, it's good, but it's not quite Carlin. And, <laughs> you know, in a similar way to when we did Baby Driver, and when we reviewed Baby Driver. No, no spoilers on that one. Naturally, oh, you've not seen it yet? I've not seen it no? yet, no. Um, Naturally, we want to compare, like Jack said, want to rank it in terms of Edgar Wright's best films and, and Nolan's best films. So, in my opinion, this is um, near the bottom of Nolan. Bottom? I don't know, actually. <laughs> I, might have to, I might have to ask me about that. It's, but it's not near the top, is what I'm trying to say. Um, I'd be more accurate to say it's not near the top for me. Okay. But still, still a good watch. I think that's fair enough. A lot of, I think I've seen a lot of people say that. Right? I think it's very fair enough. Uh, I, I personally agree with uh, Jack. Uh, I guess we'll come to you last. Damn. Cheers, mate. Uh, <laughs> uh, I personally agree with Jack. I think it's an absolute okay. uh, masterpiece. And I, I go so far as to say, I said in my letterbox review that uh, I predict that this would be the best film of 2017. Ooh, we're not reviewing the emoji movie yet. <laughs> that's true. So that's the barrier in that theory, then. Yeah, that, 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 save that for next week. Then that statement. Mitch. I will. I will. Retract it. Oh yeah, we're not reviewing the Emoji Movie next week. <laughs> Don't worry. Um, so unsubscribe now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I absolutely loved the film. I was just enthralled throughout the whole thing. I couldn't take my eyes away. I was at the edge of my seat constantly. I was just, mm. just in throughout. And yeah, the sound design, Jack, <laughs> was absolutely beautiful. Uh, I, you know, I felt shell shocked myself by the time I was, nice. yeah, <laughs> through the whole the pun, the pun. <laughs> through the whole film. Um, I, I do kind of see what you mean, though, Woody. I mean, mm. would I say I enjoy this film as much as I would Memento or Inception? Maybe not, no. but. I think it's that's because of the the way the film is. I mean, the the actual story of the film, I think, or the stories, are not the main focus. It's just the whole thing is an experience mm. to to be in, and, and it's about this experience of all the three different aspects. And I was just fucking loving mm. all of that, and so the actual, even though the stories themselves were not the main focus which I can see definitely being a problem for some people, wasn't that much of a problem for me. But is it as rewatchable a film as Memento or The Dark Knight or any or some of the mm. other films? Probably not. I'd probably put this above Interstellar, though. I, I would definitely. It's kind of hard, though, to, it's be, been a while since I've seen to compare so. as well, because like this film is very different in terms of... Yeah, because what he said, it's not a linear story like he's done in the past. Mm. It is hard to... Well, not hard to compare, but it does stand alone in that respect. Yeah. Um, so, anyway, so Dale, what is your completely unbiased mm. opinion of Dunkirk? Uh, I think I agree more towards Henry's views than Jack's. Interesting. Um, it's a different type of film. It's definitely, it's definitely more of an immersion. Yeah, absolutely. He's he's not tried to um, build up a character. He's not tried to tell him the backstory. He's not tried no. to make you kind of really root for a character he's tried to just put you in in this scenario and just to kind of experience what it was like mm. um and i think with some of these like big shots and the sound i think that really helps 
yeah. I think it's as close to kind of watching one of these kind of VR-y type films without actually being mm. VR, if you know what I mean. That's a good point. Yeah, um, it was very much like that. Um, and I can imagine, it's a shame I've actually got to see it on IMAX, because... Yeah, uh, yeah. IMAX does change aspect ratio so some of the mm. longer shots it can go really wide mm. and wide so depending on what's being did you see it in IMAX then? no I didn't get no. to I could have seen it at the uh, one of the cast and crew screenings but I was at my girlfriend's graduation so I never got to Nicola know. never got to know. <laughs> um, no, you got to do your duties uh, her graduation was worth missing there looks very interesting though but I, um, I, yeah, I enjoyed it, and it was obviously great getting to see uh, mine and the company's yeah. work on the screen. Oh, yeah. It's it kind of a surreal experience. It must have been really. such a proud moment as yeah, well. Yeah, it was. It was. Um, yeah, the actual film itself, I would only rewatch it around now just to see it in IMAX again, but I can't imagine going away and wanting to see it again in a cinema. Yeah, it's, it's weird, it it's weird DVD, isn't it? Like, I don't, it I don't know if I'd want to really watch it on my TV because it's just not yeah. doing it it's not doing it justice really no, for sure. I'm sure it'd still look great but you know it's home just, cinema that's what you need yeah I need to just <laughs> win the lottery and get home cinema don't <laughs> but it's just designed to be on that large scale well, he's one of the few directors that actually still films on IMAX and it's not mm. like digital IMAX it's actual IMAX film so it's oh, made okay. to be watched at that aspect ratio yeah. Yeah. on those IMAX projectors with the um, best possible sound system as well yeah so i can definitely take that point um yeah. so i think if you yeah if we did watch it you know at your, on your cinema screen obviously it's still going to be mm. good but it's not it can't be, i think it would lose you think it would go be. down in rating on a rewatch on I, don't, I don't know about DVD. that but i think it would definitely lose oh yeah i think it would i think it would yeah. definitely yeah. lose a massive part of what is just so great about it and just like you said it, it's an immersive experience yeah. so how can you be immersed if you're just watching on a tiny yeah it's not, it's not it's not exactly it's, it's redefining what is a film you know? <laughs> oh boom. well it is i mean the sound is seriously an important part of this you know? no, it's such it's, a big part it could, you wouldn't have been able to get as much into it without it being such mm. a, a loud phenomenon, the things going on, yeah. And so you know, you're sitting yeah. in your flat. You've got your uh, old neighbour downstairs. You know, you can't crank this up to sixty. Exactly, yeah. No. Mm. Exactly, and and okay, like and, and it's like it's crazy yeah. just how because it that ticking of the clock and that building of the of the music it starts pretty much right from the word go. Yeah, and you think, right, okay, so they're building it up here, but but that almost continues for the entire duration yeah. and and you wouldn't think they'd be able to do that because it starts right from the beginning and all the way to the end it's it's it seems to be increasing all the yeah. time yeah. and you'd think how do they manage to make it feel yeah. like it's well, increasing the, constantly the actual three plots are three different timelines as well yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. so they're not all happening yeah over yeah. this like one minute of one is is different so obviously like when they're traveling oh, i can't say spoilers can i not, right not just yet. Okay, yeah. we'll get into that later. But on, in but... in terms of the different timelines, while I did I did like that and I found it very interesting. I can agree, even though I still say this is a masterpiece. I can agree that there are aspects of that which get a little bit messy. Mm. Yeah, and I think he wants that to happen though to make you feel yeah. confused because as you would be in in, that situation, in war. Of course. Yeah. But it was still it was really interesting. Deliberate. It was still really interesting that just. When you cut to a different person, it's one's one day, one's one yeah. week, and yeah, that is a cool idea still. 
Yeah, it is. But it's not as much of a mindfuckery in terms of timelines as Memento. No, of course not. <laughs> of course not. Yeah, it is a clever idea. And yeah, I guess there were some points when I was kind of trying to piece together. So where was he at this point? But it's not really a. Big... You know, I mean, the only real problem I had with it was just at the beginning when it just it just quickly says one week or whatever one day. So I'm like, mm. okay, so and then it just takes you a second to get right. So it's taking place in one day rather yeah, than yeah. rather than it being whatever else that could mean mm. rather than like day one type thing yeah exactly yeah. which is what I originally thought it was going to be yeah so yeah that's that's really the only problem and it's not really a, a problem and also having said what we've said it, it is wrong to review this based on the fact that if you're watching it in a different scenario it won't have the same effect because we're supposed to be reviewing it on the the effect oh, that was intended the way it was intended to be viewed which we did view it well we, we barely even did that because it was supposed to be viewed in, yeah. in IMAX or whatever. But the point is, it did have the effect that it did because of how it was viewed as it was intentionally supposed to be viewed. Mm. Do you think this uh, this style is a gimmick? Do you think if he was trying to do this again in another film, you think, oh, he's repeating himself, he did a, a trick with What's time and immersion, I mean, or do you think it's going to be a new genre mean, type of films? He's fucked with time all the time, though. No, I mean, I kind of mean more this immersion type thing, mainly. Do you think... Where it's more of an experience. Yeah, do you think other films are going to come out? I don't think that's really gimmicky. Uh, I mean, this is a very unique take on a war film, that's what I'd say. Yeah. And, as I said earlier, in terms of this lack of dialogue, it was so refreshing to see, you know, a British um, military um, yeah. head guy, uh, Kenneth Kenneth Branagh, who wasn't just talking in jargon; he was just yeah. mm. talking as a normal human bloke would to another bloke. So yeah. how do we get these guys off here? And the um, less Harry Styles, but the better for me as well. Yeah, I mean, that really wasn't very good, was it? No. I, um, I, I, thought I thought it was decent. He was all right, but he didn't need to be there. He like, didn't need to be there. You mean the casting of him? Yeah. Sure, he, sure. That he was, I think that's sure very gimmicky because even no one's come out and said, no, cast all these guys and yeah. he's the best one. No, I'm no. not buying that at all. Come, not come off it. Sure, I but I do think he did. didn't realise how famous he was, he quoted. Is that what he said? He said, I didn't realise how famous he was, yeah. Yeah, I don't buy that. But I, 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 I think he was fine. I think he... I thought he put. I thought he put in a decent performance, actually. I thought he was all right. I think, you know, when we just look at him and look at him with the other members of the cast, like the other young lads he was with, I didn't, he didn't really stand out as a sore thumb for me. Like he was just fine. And but yeah, only, it he is, only stood it is out questionable. because of who he was, not yeah, his exactly. acting. It was just because of who he was. Yeah, he was like, I, it take, does take it you takes out a bit. Okay, yeah, I, yeah, it and was it, a bit drawing. Sh- it, it shouldn't. It shouldn't. Yeah, maybe <laughs> it shouldn't do though. Well, it, no, it shouldn't do because his acting was, mean, wasn't that bad. Yeah. But it's, it's because not fair of this stigma. Because like who he is, knowing knowing any of the other actors doesn't take you out of it. So I know, but you do you make see a them point. as actors. You don't see them as this kid boy band. Yeah, I know. You, and I have heard a lot. So of... the same way you see Dave Bautista as the village wrestler, you don't see him as. Yeah. We see the rock that as improves a the films. You don't see. You, yeah, you've got it. Even if it's subconsciously, you've got it. But again, Dave Bautista put in a decent performance. Yeah. Imagine mm. if like Keith Lennon like was walking around with a little <laughs> like. No, it is a good point. Like, you can't, it just it's not a, work, it's it? not a good point really. No, but like, Keith Lennon is a fictional character. No, I don't mean that point. I mean, back to the Harry Styles point. Like, when watching it, you are, well, I was certainly thinking like, that's Harry Styles. That's Harry Styles. And, yeah. yeah. And that's obviously not, his fault It's not anyone's fault, but it's just what's it's going to happen. And I, I, I do think some of the lines he delivered were very flat. That's fair enough. I, I honestly didn't. He know. had his he had his little shouting scene in the tugboat was good. Yeah, and uh, not tugboat the trawler boat. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, yeah. I that I I thought he was all right in that bit. 
Mm. I found him to be quite believable and I was surprised. But I wasn't too surprised because this is Nolan we're talking about. You can get a good performance out of anyone. Yeah. A good I, director can get a good performance out of anyone. Just on the Nolan thing, Dale was saying before, I mean, I think this is the first time that he's properly tackled a true story. Hmm? You're saying Interstellar wasn't true? Well, well I mean, it's inter- <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But all that stuff is sort of, you know, comic books he's yeah. brought to life and yeah. for a screenplay or whatever. But, so maybe for him, I mean, this is a future for him now. Maybe he's going to go and start making more true story stuff. Maybe. And you were saying about this immersive style. Yeah. I don't know, I mean... Well, but he does such different stuff all the time, though. Yeah, no, which is great, and that's great. That's yeah. what I like a filmmaker to have in their arsenal, yeah. so... yeah. I'm mm. happy for him to do that but I don't know I mean it depends what the story is I mean to do this immersive style and film it on the IMAX yeah. and make it that's a visible on IMAX yeah. that's, that's is even... in fitting with the story and yeah. the, the narrative and everything about it I yeah. think if it if it wasn't a true story it may have not had the same effect because yeah. you, you knew this was this well, was happening this happened happened to just real been, people it could have just been any other war film then yeah. and we could have got any other director to do it. Yeah. I think that's how I'd answer yeah, that question. It, it absolutely wouldn't have had to. Dale, like what you asked before about is it a gimmick? I think I think it what Woody just said is right. Like it, it does just depend on the on, on the subject matter and it works so well in this film because it, yeah, it was it was a true story and it was it it was the problem is accurate. That, the problem is is as far the, as I know. The problem yeah. is the timing of it though, because because these true story films are just the thing to do now. So it's a bad time to do it really mm. for a credible one, because it, it used to be that when a true story film would come out, uh, you'd see the trend that say, based on true events, or, or mm. sorry, based on a true story. It stood you'd out from th- the rest. Think, yeah. oh, nice, that's interesting. I'm interested yeah. to find out what this is about. Yeah, and now it's just, oh, yeah, fucking course it yeah, It's because there's no uh, originality anymore in, yeah. in the high end. But I guess it's not, it's not the same kind of... I'll come back to the emoji point. <laughs> oh, sorry. It's going to keep coming back. <laughs> but it's not really the same kind of true story thing, because those are like, oh, this is a... The, this this is informing you of the true story you don't know about. Mm. Well, this is this this is a story mm. you know about. Yeah, and, and, and it's not about that. I'm also very glad that Chris Nolan decided to approach this subject in the Christopher, sorry, <laughs> in in the way that he did. Like, yeah, that's that's right. He, it's not like this. This is what happened during this event. Well, it is, but it's not like trying to teach you anything. It's it it's what I said at the start. It's just simply just a story about survival. And yes, it's placed within a true event, but it's not trying to give you a history lesson, it's not preaching, it's not political, it's it's just simply about these young lads trying to get the hell out of there. Yeah. And that's what that he's used Dunkirk, but he could have used anything. It is patriotic, but it's uh, it's the kind of patriotic that I I actually enjoyed and oh, it that. made me made me patriotic. Mm. Yeah. You know, it's not it's I, I not like yeah. oh fucking wanksters. Do you there. think it'll God bless America? Do you think it'll do well overseas? Yes. I think it will. Yeah, because he's got Harry Styles and yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. It'll, I think it'll be well. I have, I have heard a lot of complaints about people experiencing fangirls of Harry Styles going into the cinema and yeah. God, and just well, you got geeking over that and ruining the theatre yeah. experience. You got to think about it. It's mm. um, it's a war film. It, 
not everyone is into war or no. historical events. So no. by throwing some of that in, you get a whole new demographic mm. going. Is that a tactic by Nolan, do you think, then? I don't to, think to, try, a... to try and get a younger audience into, to maybe, see his film? Definitely. Maybe not a tactic by him, but maybe a tactic by the casting director or the studio. studio I don't think... Thinking, if we want this to do really well, how mm. can we... I don't think I casting director or anyone would have been able to overturn Nolan on that, though. Like they, they no, pretty, I, think, so. I think Nolan can pretty much just do no, what I still he think wants. He, has to he could overturn us. No, I think uh, no because like mm. he's got not as much though. It, people it, can will put their trust in him now. There's a few people he listens to. Um, yeah, I'm sure there is, but I just don't think this kind of decision is not something that he would have had no say in. I, I think I, no. I consider it to be like Mulholland Drive, where <laughs> you go, that's your girl. <laughs> <laughs> he's just he's hands forced. He's got uh, no choice. I'd love it if that was. No, I, I agree with <laughs> that. I agree with Dale on this. I definitely think, but mm, yeah, okay, sure. they can say how much freedom we have and all that, but he's, he's still got a boss. He's still got someone who's telling him what to do. Someone's Not something pay, like this, though. This. I don't think. Not something like this when oh, he's on the set, when he's directing specific scenes. I can't imagine a scenario where someone's gone up to Nolan and said. Look, we need you to get Harry Styles in this film. He's the he's the no. popular guy. We need him in this film. Just shove him in there, and I, Nolan's just kind of gone. Okay, fine. No. But I don't think it's going to be like, for example, the King Arthur film that came out where Guy Ritchie got David Beckham in because he's David Beckham's David cameo mates. role. Yeah. And, you know, no, I'm not saying it's that. that. I'm. I think it's more. Well, I I think it's still tactical. I, think studio, I just think, I think Nolan's in on it. Yeah, I think it's a bit more like. Um, We've got this. We've got this great lad. He's wanting to break into. He's, he's obviously got a bit of a fan base. Or maybe uh, it's just watch his performance. I, I think it's pretty good. And then they'll all be like, "Okay, let's see this." <laughs> Harry, come in, please. Is that what he sounds <laughs> like? And then, I, don't, I don't know. <laughs> and then uh, he does his thing. I think, but at the end of the day, like what you said, if it is going to bring in, he could be trying to do a Tarantino kind of thing, like just build this guy up, like. <laughs> I, I want to take somebody and make them somebody. Make them somebody that not just fang, teenage fangirls are going to go over. I want him to, I want to make this guy a superstar. Yeah. Well, he's going to be Nolan's new Tom Hardy. He's just going to keep popping up and all Tantino, uh, Tantino is probably the one person to say he more kind of saves people's careers if they're dying, like John Travolta. Yeah. But I think I think what you said, like, if it is going to bring in like a young generation, then great because you know this is such an important story and. In our history, and I think if you don't know about it, then it's a good way of at least yeah, being they're, introduced they're, to. Him. But, but they're just in they're there just to, Harry for Harry. But yeah, okay, they might be learning something else. Yeah, they, they might be just there for Harry, but mm. at least they're being introduced. Because what I said before, it's not teaching you about the event; it's simply a story based within the event. But at least it's in, it's a start. It's. Gonna... I don't think you can trick someone into being interested in something like that. No, no, I'm not saying you have to be interested in it, but. I'm just saying, like, it's such an important story, and I think it is a good yeah. thing if young people get introduced to it. Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, of course it is. Um, I think it's but not, but not if it's going to have an effect on my film watching. Oh no, God. experience. Yeah. Fucking selfies in the cinema. You know, I house. don't want this to become a trend now. No, no, I'm just saying, like, if that uh, if that was happening, I would have just. I think that probably was happening in some cinemas. It yeah. didn't happen in mine. I didn't get that experience. No. I was quite happy to see a lot of people in cinema when I went to see it. Mm. Yeah, that was Same, fun. yeah. So, um. Obviously, we've spoken about Harry Styles, uh, mixed mixed opinions on his performance, but what did you yeah. guys think about some of the other actors in it? Superb. Tom, mm. uh, Tom Hardy was superb. Yeah, he was. Violence. He was, yeah. Was just putting in what we know they can do, what we know they're capable of. Yeah. And and for me, for me, the, the story of the civilian boat with Mark Rylance and the two young lads was just, 
particularly um, emotionally catching, really. That's interesting because I don't think young lads were Mark Rylance's sons, though. I think one of them was. I don't think even one. Oh, one of them was. One with black hair wasn't his son. Was yeah, it? just his mate. It was his oh, what? It was his son's, son's mate. Yeah, they weren't two sons. Oh, uh, we I, 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 I was on that with you as well. I thought which was one was the son then? The, the blonde. Black, one guy with the black hair was not his son. It was not his son. The guy with the blonde the hair. Blonde hair was his son. Oh, just, was just his. So oh. it was just a mate of the. I thought. Town. Okay, okay. Yeah. School. I thought it was his son as well. So that's interesting because that explains. It could have been his son's mate. That does explain was, that's what we just the lack said. of empathy. That's what he's saying. That explains the lack of empathy, yeah. yeah. The, the he did have another care. son that he explains, obviously. Who actually died in the war. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I, got I, got I got that, but I thought I thought they were still no, 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 both no, no, his no, no, sons. No, no. Okay. Yeah, he was just his... All right, well... Mark Rounds That makes sense, then. But... Yeah, anyway. to be fair, I didn't think that one of them's blonde, one of them's, like, completely... Yeah, I didn't. That, um, that, didn't, that didn't register with me, either. But particularly that storyline... Um, for me was doesn't seem like Mark Rylance has particularly fair hair though does it <laughs> yeah I don't know um, yeah particularly that storyline for me was just uh, quite powerful um, there were certain scenes and certain looks that they gave each other which really just hit hit me quite hard and that's interesting because I'd say that wasn't the most interesting part of the film for me okay. I was more into the either Tom Hardy's or mm. well, the, well, the beach I think all three really were just great and, and Kenneth Branagh was was another brilliant performance. Um, there was a couple of shots of him when he, he he was just looking out at sea or a German plane coming in from a, from afar, and just the look on his face told you everything you needed to know, and it was just mm. so well done. Mm. But yeah, for for me, that that was the one that that got me. In. No, I think I'm all but rich on that. I've, I've liked Tom Hardy. Yeah. Tom Hardy's, I think, was the best. Yeah, but I tell you what, I tell you what did make the Mark Rounds. Um, the Mark Rylance scenes better was the addition of Killing Murphy. I thought, I thought oh, yeah. getting him on and that character was was um, was quite the shell the shell shots. Yeah, and, uh, just an example of what war can do to you. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, again, another great performance and Killing Murphy. Yeah, brilliant. Um, it was. Yeah, and I because I, I was with you a bit, Richie. I wasn't really. I, I understand the the sentiment and the um, and the. Uh, Patriotism of Mark Ronson is and the two boys going mm. off to sea and mm. civilians just be at the best trying oh, yeah. to help oh, yeah. um, others. I, I enjoyed that, but then I thought, crap, we've got a long way to go until we get to bloody Dunkirk. So sure. something's got to happen, surely, because it's got to get just got to keep plodding along doing nothing. <laughs> so when yeah. Murphy popped up, I thought, right, here we go. This is it's a perfect way to. It's a good addition. I thought. Um, because uh, thought it just added a bit more. Yeah, to Killing it. Murphy was so great. I mean, that's because. Mm. That's a really easy part to overact. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Or oh, it's just a really easy part of your director to just to give it to a random person. Really. Not really. Yeah, I guess. You know, just yeah. give it to someone who, because he's not. He's credited as a. He's not given a name, is he? Yeah, he's just like, a soldier, isn't he? Soldier or something. So. <laughs> is that what they're all credited as? <laughs> what did you think of uh, Tommy Finn, Fionn Whitehead's acting debut? Good. Um, yeah, I thought he he managed to get a lot across in his Sorry, who facial. Is, is this for... Tommy? Tommy, that's what he's called. Who is oh right, the young the young lad who we see right the, from the start the running kind of away. The main guy. The, kind of the main oh, guy. Yeah. Okay, right, right, right. Very good, very yeah. good. I, I thought he carried a lot of expression yeah. in his face. Um, he was but... straight out of like college acting. He's yeah. only like nineteen or something. Well, good lad. Good on him. I yeah, thought he was. Good. I thought he was very good. Yeah, mm. he really carried that that role. And that's again, it, it's, it's. I always find it to be quite quite impressive when there's a role with hardly any words but you still manage to p- convey mm. everything you yeah, need to convey yeah he did barely talk did he 
And I want to talk about one particular shot that I thought was just fantastic. Um, right near the beginning when they're on the beach and they're all lining up waiting to um, board the ships or whatever. On one, the mall. They're not on the mall, they're still on the beach at this oh, point. Oh, well, Ollie walks out. And, and the bomber comes and, and drops about four four bombs. Mm-hmm. And, and, they're, and they all brace, drop to the floor. Yeah. And the shot is just, just from behind Fionn Whitehead's head. Yeah. And then we see them slowly get closer to him. Yeah. One by one, like massive just plumes of sand. Yeah. And there's a guy just in front of him, and then the sand just lands on... That was just such a good shot. Because... You know, they could have done that in so many different ways. Like, how do we show the bombs landing on the beach? They could have done it from the air. They could have done it from the plane's view. They could have done it from yeah. the mole. But they had it just next to him, getting all the way up to him. Yeah, that was good. That was a really nice idea. And, and the sound as well of the bombs, like, very yeah. deep, bassy. That was quite scary. Yeah, it's got to be It's got to be different enough to something like yeah. Second Private Ryan. Yeah. As well. Exactly, yeah. And, and so, yeah, yeah, very unique. Very well done. It was a unique thing. I've not mm. seen something like that, so... Horrifying. It was really horrifying, yeah. Mm-hmm. Alright, um, you guys got anything else you want to say about Dunkirk at all? No, I don't think so. Alright, because uh, yeah, we kind of came to the decision that we don't really need to talk spoilers for this, because like we say, it's not... We just don't need to talk much about the actual story involved in it, um, all the different things mm-hmm. going on too much, because, you know, just go and see it. It's all about that experience. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, yeah, not much need to talk spoiler here. So I guess we'll just move on to favourite scenes. Bearing in mind, we're going to try and keep it spoiler-free. <laughs> um, it might be tricky, but uh, if you can. For me, it's... Actually, it's quite spoiler Well, for me, it's... No, I've got one, but it's spoiler you want me to say mine? Because I can, I can phrase mine so that it's not spoiler Okay, yeah. Uh, for me, it's <laughs> it's either the opening shot of the, the four guys kind of walking around through the uh, streets here. Yeah. The streets... Or the very patriotic moment at the towards the end of the film with uh, Kenneth Branagh looking over the sea. Oh yeah, 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 uh, yeah. So it's it's that one for me. That one's uh, had the most effect for me. Mine's the um, Tom Hardy mm-hmm. scene at, towards the end. Oh, I don't know what you mean. I think that's also mine. His or mine? No, Jack. At, at the very Tom end, Hardy. or just no, not the, the very end. end. I'd say just to- before just the very before. end. I- yeah, I'd say it's the brave moment from Tom Hardy. That's my favourite scene. Yeah, okay. Same as mine, yeah. Fair enough. Dale, what about you? My favourite scene, for no particular reason at all, <laughs> um, <laughs> is is a shot of the H-34 minesweeper <laughs> sinking. Oh, um, yeah, yeah. I think it's got a really nice camera move as it just flies <laughs> round. Uh, the, the the tracking the ship the, okay. how the how the camera moves in just ask what made you choose that scene then uh, I just I really liked the you know just the lighting and the of the, the boat I think it just looked really cool yeah. of that particular shot yeah just around mm. it was a great shot actually great shot I loved it mm. and some subsequent shots after that of you seeing them rescue the people and you can see that big ship in the background you like that as well yeah nice. Yeah. Well, let's uh, move on to ratings then. What are we going to give this film out of 10, guys? It's very hard for me to to just deny this film from getting the full marks, I think. Um, it's been a while since I've given a 10. And to be honest, I'm really... I really yeah, it is kind of on par with About Time. I know what you mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, yeah you know, what, we'll talk about ranking great films. <laughs> it's a tough one. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it's, it's a 10 from me. I, I am struggling to find a fault with it. Um, we've raised a couple of issues about the time frame. It was a bit confusing, but it wasn't really a massive thing. And yeah, I just thought, absolutely stunning, blown away by it. So it's a 10 from me. Woody? I think I'll hit Dunkirk with an 8.5. Alright. But you still. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Still very, very high. It's still very, very high. Very, very high. Very. You know, I mean, it's a very good film, so. Yeah. But in just in my opinion. Um, you gotta, you gotta, not in that you gotta make that statement about Nolan's films. About where this stands. Of course, of course. The it's others. the same when we did a, we did Baby Driver. Same when we did yeah. Hateful Eight. We just, you know, these are three directors that yeah. we love. Mm. Three directors that film lovers love, so. Yeah, I've said that it's, it's not on the same level of Memento, Inception, Dark Knight Trilogy for me, so yeah, 8.5. Good. Uh, I'm going to give it a first time, can I give it a two, like the first time if you were to watch it again? Is that allowed? You can say, you can say it has potential you to go up. Give it a two? What? What? No. No, can no. Can give it two... Two scores. Two scores. Oh, fucking hell. I said it too. I thought you said it too as well. <laughs> you can say like with potential to go up or move on a rewatch. Two but... out of ten. Okay, right, yeah. So I, I think on your first initial watch, you can see it at the cinema. The one that you've just done. Yeah. I'd give it a, uh, I'd give it a seven and a half, eight. Yeah. Uh, but then, I, if you were to rewatch it again, maybe at your home TV. I don't think you can give a, a rating for a rewatch that you haven't had. I could just. I can. <laughs> I can. I just know it's not. Oh, this question is simple. What are you going to give this film out of ten <laughs> for one time you've seen it? Seven and a half, eight no. out of ten. No, which one? No, which oh, one then? I can't give it. No. Oh, seven point seven five. <laughs> right, I'm going to give. It, I'm going to say eight for eight, now. Then. Yeah, trust well, Dale to be awkward. I said it's between seven Jeez. and a half and eight. No, point five and eight. They're Make a decision. You can't have an in between. You have a half. Right, you know, you're driven it down now. Seven point five. Right. <laughs> We've made the film worse. <laughs> Ruin the film for me now. God. Uh, it's a 10 from me. I agree with Jack. I think it's absolutely superb. Okay. And yeah, I don't think it's my favourite Nolan films. Uh, rewatchability is an important thing, but I guess I can't comment on rewatchability since I haven't rewatched it yet. We can't, we've just missed it Meg over it. But yeah, I, I, I was just. Yeah. A true experience, and oh, yeah. yeah, I was I was just loving it throughout. So masterpiece, best film of twenty seventeen, ten wow. out of ten. I mean, I'm, 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 uh, this, did, this didn't have the same effect to me as Baby Driver did to the other Edgar Wright films. Mm. I'm interested to get to the uh, for my Oscars this year in and what, in what see if your prediction is still... in the sense that I'd say I was more underwhelmed by Baby Driver. In terms of his other films than I was with this in terms of Nolan's other films. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I'm interested to see if your prediction rings true. I'm interested to see that as well. I might have to fight for the spots uh, since uh, this is only an 8.5 on Woody's scale. Mm -hmm. But we'll see. I'll back you, buddy. (laughs) Cheers. All right. Give Krampus a nine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, starting to regret that. Well, that's reasonable. Uh, no, we always said we can't compare that, <laughs> and that just proves why because that logic is stupid. All types of film ratings is illogical and stupid, though. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, why do a podcast about it, Bernard? Yeah. yeah, is it too late to change to a different topic? <laughs> yeah.
All right, let's uh, let's move on then. I think. All right, it is time once again for quiz night. Can we have the jingle, please, Dale? Um, <laughs> quick one. Oh, um, this is the podcast. The podcast with Richie, Jack, and Woody. Now, Joe. You've got to say quiz didn't night. Didn't even mention quiz night. <laughs> quiz night. <laughs> No, no, no. One, more, one more run at it. Oh, go on, go on. That's good. Go on, louder. <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> it's the quiz night. The quiz night film night podcast with Richie, Woody, Val, Jack and Joe. <laughs> <laughs> podcast. <laughs> Keep that. I'll just play that. Yeah, well. <laughs> podcast. <laughs> oh. With Richie and Woody, but without Jack and Joe. <laughs> That's good. Okay, yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, hope, I hope it's not long until you come back on. Right, come on. Right. Uh, good Jesus. Thank you very much, Dale. <laughs> this week... I'm a quiz master. Woody is our quiz master. Master. Uh, Joe isn't here, so it's a friendly match. Mm. Uh, so, yeah, it means fuck all. <laughs> uh, so, do you want to just hit us with the first question, Woody? Yeah, first question. Um, nice, easy, single dance. Third man with this one. Absolute doddle. Uh, <laughs> Name the three perspectives which the story of the Dunkirk evacuation evacuation was told from. Okay. Yeah? Yeah. Right. It's quite easy. Mm. Um, question two is, um, Dunkirk is the fifth collaboration between Killian Murphy and Christopher Nolan. Oh, God. But can you name the other four? <sighs> Jesus. Um, who's Killian Murphy? <laughs> the guy who played the shivering soldier. <laughs> oh. oh, my God. And there's four of them. Yeah. Between Tom, Murphy... Tommy Shelby and Peaky Blinders. You ever seen Peaky Blinders? Between Murphy and Nolan. Yeah. Sounds like yes. I've got three. Yeah. I feel we've all got those three. Right? Uh-huh. Mm. Oh, no, I, I know it, yeah. Oh, you just gave a game away now. Oh, did I? You did, actually. <laughs> wow. I don't know what you're about. Yeah, can I say more? Can I just you can say nothing. Can I say no? Can I say more than? Right. Learn from your mistakes, Dale, and say. You, know, you can't put more than four films and then uh, hope that one of them's right. That's what I'm trying to tell you. You can't put six Nolan films down and just <laughs> <laughs> by process of deduction. Yeah, you got them all there. Oh, I've got <laughs> this. I've got this spot on. Yeah, Killing Murphy, Memento. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right, come on, cockers. All right, third question is: um, as we discussed, there wasn't a lot of dialogue in this film. But how many pages was the screenplay? Bloody hell. Is this close as two? It's going to have to be. I don't think anyone's going to get it. I don't know how many pages are in a regular screen. I don't know what the average page count is for a screenplay. How many pages are in the screenplay? I'd say the average page is probably in the hundreds, isn't it? I guess, yeah. Next one's finishes quotes. So the first one is from a guy called Commander Bolton. Don't know who that is. Brilliant. And then... Guy, you're finishing it off. Is called Captain Winnants. Don't know who that is. Don't know who that is either. Nice. So he goes, the enemy tanks have stopped, and then Captain Winnant goes, why? Why waste precious tanks when they could pick us out off the? <laughs> you always mess these up. <laughs> why waste precious tanks when they can pick us up off from the air? One, two, three, four, five, six words. It's been a week since I've seen this film. I'm never going to get this. I know, but <laughs> what? So it's after what that's just been. Yeah. Seen? So. Why? Why waste precious tanks when, when they can pick us off from the air? 
And it's his response to that. Yeah. No, it's him continuing his sentence. Who's saying it? It's Captain Winnen. I mean, it doesn't really matter, does it? Captain Winnen. He's six saying, words. Six words. Why waste so precious... Why Put my teeth back in. Why waste precious tanks when they can pick us off from the air? Right, next question. Right, next question. Yep. Christopher Nolan took home 20% of a box office gross for this film. The biggest deal for any director yep. since Peter Jackson received the same amount for King Kong. But how many dollars did they both earn? Oh, my God. From both? Fuck. It's the same figure. It's the same figure. Oh, it's the same? Oh. Yeah. It just so happens to be that both, both received the same amount. For, mm. That's yeah, interesting. He's the highest paid actor. Uh, actor. Director. Sure. Right, okay, let's move on. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Right, First question was name a free perspective which the film was told from, Dale. How about with the plane, civilian boat and Dunkirk Beach? Richie? Uh, I put the sea, the air, and then I put the beach, hoping that you don't need the actual title, because <laughs> I don't have it. Yeah. I put the mole. Oh, you bastard. Sea and air. I forgot it was the mole. Mm, I oh, what? The mole I was just a platform. Was yeah, but a, that's... Bit, a bit more simple, just land, sea, and, land, sea and air. Yeah, but the nice, nice. So all right then. Oh yeah, but I put the mole because that's what came up. Yeah, definitely technically all right. But I mean, I'm happy with that then. <laughs> I'm not happy with Dale's. To be honest. Well, well I wonder that's why. What did you put? They're in the planes, the civilian boat, and Dunkirk Beach. Yeah, okay. Because I was wondering why you were saying no, it's really easy. Yeah, it's really easy. I thought you. I thought you were going to expect us to say the titles. Yeah, that came yeah. Up. Okay, I probably should have been a bit more clear than that. That's that's I fine. Thought, that's why I right. thought it was such an easy one. Yeah, matter, we all got it. Those are the sequence things actually. That's that's, yeah, yeah, that's why. I was, yeah. Anyway, you're all right. You're you're all correct. nice. You're correct. Uh, second question was. <laughs> sorry, have I amused you? <laughs> 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 what are you laughing at? I just. Thought it's it funny, isn't it, Dunker? Yeah, really funny topic. Yeah. <laughs> I think he did get a lot of light humour in there, didn't he? <laughs> like um, the slaughter of the... Question two was... Right. Dunkirk was the fifth collaboration between Killy Murphy and Christopher Nolan, but can you name the other four? Richie. Sure, you want me to go first with this? Because I know them. Uh, Jack, then you go first. I only put two. Inception and Interstellar. I don't know. And I put Inception, Batman Trilogy. And you put... Wrong. You got one. You got them all right. Yeah. Uh, it's Batman Begins, The Dark Knight, The Dark Knight Rises, and Inception. I got them all right? Yeah. Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, I did. He was in Batman. He was the Scarecrow. I don't remember him. Well, you obviously need to watch those again then. You and so do I, because I, so I, I got fucking called out for uh, You don't one. get any points. It was a point for all four. Uh, so... Um, the, one, the one that I had struggled on, that Dale kind of helped The Dark Knight Rises? No, it was The Dark Knight. Because he's, oh, he's, he's, he's in the Dark Knight less than he's in yeah. the other two. Yeah. He's in like one scene. To be fair, that's, he's a tricky one. But, um, yeah. Because as you say, yeah, I remember Inception is quite a big part of Inception. Yeah. yeah. Right, so just Richard Dale on that one. Um, nice. Question three was... Neck and neck. As we discussed, there wasn't a lot of dialogue in this film. So how many pages was the screenplay, Jack? 80. 100. I put 99. I knew Jack's, someone was going to go. That's closest. God damn Wait. it. 76? Oh, Hell oh, fire. That was close. Very, very That's short. very short. All neck and neck at the moment. 76. 76 pages. Yeah. Uh, question four was, finish these quotes. Um, <laughs> the, the enemy tanks have stopped. Why? Why waste precious tanks when they can pick us off from the air? Dale? I've got, uh, because they're saving them for Britain. Richie? 
I fucking hate those German scam. <laughs> Sorry, can you just read your line and I'll carry on? Why waste... <laughs> Why waste precious tanks when making pickles up, up, us off from the air? Like stranded animals in a zoo. Oh, that's right. What was well, it? No, well, no, not right. No, uh, I mean... I, I thought it would be like something, yeah. but I just guessed uh, what it was. Like a fish in a barrel. Mm. Oh. No, you went too complicated. I thought there, someone Jeff. was asking a question and I was trying to answer it, type thing. Well, he, he, answering his own. I he's thought he just wanted to vent questions. about the Germans. He's answering his own question, wasn't he? Mm. Anyway, anyway, no points for anyone. Fortunately, you know, you don't have a lot of um, quotes questions to pick with this one, really. Yeah. So, are we all drawing at the moment? Yeah. It's a good job this is a fucking closest two one, then. Yeah. yeah. Christopher Nolan took home 20% of a box office. Biggest deal since any for any director since Peter Jackson and his masterpiece of King Kong. <laughs> How many dollars did they both earn? Richie, what do you? Seventy thousand. Oof, that's low. This is the highest paid director. In the... Yeah, but sorry, is this just over the weekend or? Oh fucking hell! I thought you've given it now, Jack. Okay, twenty-five million. It's actually twenty million. So oh, he Jack won. Wins. Jack wins the whole thing. Christ. It's fucking Seven, what did bullshit. $70,000. Box office gross was in what it's... <laughs> to be fair, I was wondering that though because how it's changing all the time, isn't it? Hmm. Is it just on opening weekend? Or something? I'm fucking shit at these. I mean, 20 mil, 20% on, on opening weekend. I mean, Christ. If that's, that's what it is, yeah. Yeah, that's the one. Yeah. Look, this is... you have to take this up with IMDb because... That's where I got it from. So. <laughs> he's also been um, obviously paid for. I think I'm all right paid with that. for it as well. Or oh, uh, his deal is he gets twenty percent and doesn't get a salary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it'll be. It's what was the budget? One hundred million. Was it? Hundred million. Uh, yeah, probably about hundred million. I think. It, I think, uh, I think uh, I've seen it on there. Seems about right. Right. So what's the scores then? Three, Wins. two, two. Oh, go for that. <laughs> mm. Okay. Budget 100 million, yeah. Mm. Wow. Alright, uh, it's time to get into uh, a bit of news now. <laughs> and, Sorry, uh, first thing we've got to talk about, there's been quite a lot because of uh, Comic Con, mm-hmm. but the first thing we've got to talk about is a uh, trailer for Ready Player One, Steven Spielberg's uh, upcoming film. What do you guys think of this trailer? Well, it looks very. Um... Up Dale Street in terms of the, the amount of visual effects. Yeah. Well, arguably one, one of the, one of the best, or the best visual effects house in the world, excluding Deanick. Who's that? Um, ILM worked on on that, and it's yeah, it looks very, very CG intense, heavy. Very intense, um, yeah. To be honest, I don't know. It's, it doesn't really look like something that I would like. It looks like something Spielberg would do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, I just. The it's just meant to be quite big, isn't it? Oh, I didn't even know it was a book. <laughs> yeah, it's a book. Yeah, it's meant to be quite big. But it reminds me of, I don't know if you guys have seen this, particularly that car bit, um, Spy Kids 3D. Yeah, I was thinking that. When you do that... that I, yeah, was, oh, I was also thinking of Total Recall remake with Colin Farrell. It's mm. a piece of shit, but... Yeah. Very similar. Yeah, Spy Kids, yeah. Yeah, yeah this kind of... Um, and entering, yeah, like entering. Well, there's a direct yeah. reference. It's, it's there's so many fucking references yeah. to these old '80s films. Yeah. There was a DeLorean there. The DeLorean in there. The Iron Giant was in there. Yeah. Um, I'm out. I am out. Yeah. I, wa- I watch it on my computer or something. <laughs> Can you speak a bit louder? Yeah. I watch it on my computer at some point, but it's not going to be a. Oh, I'm mm. running straight to the cinema with that. No. Maybe no. if I had a limitless card, I'd go and see it. But 
Yeah, this whole entering another universe and it all just being a bit of a video game style, I don't really understand. I like uh, the, the idea VR thing, of, of going into a video game in a world where... You, but I don't know if it, the trailer didn't hook me. Is, the mm. idea I like, but I don't know. If, I agree. It doesn't, doesn't immediately give the idea that it gets the video game yeah. Yeah. Uh, player, really. It's, We've gone very far into the with, trailer. Oh, when I'm in the yeah. Oasis, I feel like a person again. It's like, yeah. it's kind of making a comment of what it thinks gamers are like when they're playing video games. Yeah. I don't know. It's just kind of, it's a bit of a cliched like, idea. Uh, I was born in 2025, but all my heroes were born in the yeah, 80s. Yeah, fuck so, that. Uh, just, they love the 80s at the moment. It's all the range now, isn't it? It's all the yeah, Spielberg yeah. does, doesn't it? Yeah. I think he's still stuck in him. Yeah. That's <laughs> problem. Yeah. Uh, no, I'm not really bothered about this. I think, yeah, okay, some of the shots look pretty tidy, pretty decent, but Action it's just, packed. I agree with Dale, it's just not going to get me rushing to the cinema. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just, it doesn't make me excited in any way, really. And also, yeah, I think the idea itself is a good one, um, but I'm not sure on the execution, yeah. really. It could be a great gone. film, but the yeah. trailer doesn't... You know, what I, mean, I want to know is how this guy is putting on VR goggles if and is not playing... Virtual reality. Yeah, yeah. You know. But if he's done it in a sort of Black Mirror way, I think I'd be very, I'd be very fascinated to see that, but... It doesn't seem like... It's probably going to end up like Nerve or something, it's just very bland and mm. just lacks any substance, but... Do you not like Nerve? No. No. Did no. you like Nerve? Yeah, I can't remember. No. I think we all uh, were just yeah, I'm not meh about that. Not really. It's just very yeah, meh. Meh. Next. 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 I hated the music as well. That was Next. Next, yeah. yeah. Terrible, terrible music. Can you watch on the laptop? Next! <laughs> yeah, get up on there, Sean. Next thing we've got to talk about is a trailer for Suburbicon, starring Matt Damon. Um, what does everyone think of this? It looks alright, actually. Yeah. I think it looks pretty good. Yeah, I'm in. It's better than the last one. Much better. Well, yeah. yeah. The last Sub- Suburbicon film or the last, last trailer, trailer we, we just watched? watched. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> sort of when we were talking off air and we said that directed by George Clooney, I thought it was going to be a bit of a gimmick. Mm. Yeah. You may have done an alright job here. Yeah. When, Jack, when Jack described it to me, yeah, I, I said, just, I wasn't, the only thing that stood out was written by Joel and Ethan Cohen. Yeah. Uh, if he hadn't said that, I would have just washed my hands of the whole situation straight yeah. away. Yeah. yeah. But actually, it looks pretty decent. Uh yeah, directed by George Clooney. It he, kind of just looks like it was directed by the Coen Brothers. Yeah, so. I mean, I, I, I think they yeah. must have had a little hand in... You don't know, with the, uh, yeah. they were first ADs. George, do it like this. George Clooney directed by the Coen Brothers. See Joel and Ethan on either side of his shoulder, just whispering like, him in his ear. No, 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 don't do that. One ear each, telling no. him what to do. No, you're fucking up. Don't yeah. do that. He's directed Matt Damon before in 2014 in The Monuments Men. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, that was supposed to be pretty good. I never saw it myself. Because he was but... in that as well, wasn't he? Obviously. What's your favourite Bill Murray? What's your favourite Clooney film? Oh, Jesus. Batman, obviously. Off the top of your head. John Goodman was in that. Oh, yeah, Ocean's Eleven, bro. Tomorrow. Uh, the Idols of the Ides tomorrow of March. On. Disney's Tomorrow on. Right. Tomorrow. Is that yours? Jack, no one's listening to you. We're having a conversation here. <laughs> I'm have, sure I've have you seen that film, though? No. You haven't seen Tomorrowland, the Disney one? No. I have not seen that. I, I kind of wasn't interested. I avoided that. It looked I also avoided it. Well, it, visually, it was very good, actually. Well, <laughs> um, I'm afraid That's visually okay it's not all that matters to us, Dale. Yeah, yeah, we're not like the masses, Dale. <laughs> <laughs> I agree, I think it looks interesting. Uh, looks like the story has a bit of a few twists and turns along the way. Looks like it might be um, interesting an interesting scheme, one. Isn't it? 
Or from Dust Till Dawn. Yeah. I like from Dust Till Dawn. A lot of greens and stuff. I wonder what it's <laughs> going to symbolise in the film. I've got a feeling it's going to be one of those ones. Go on, what do you think it's going to symbolise? That's very Coen Brothers-esque. Tell me what a green is symbolism. Going to symbolise. Yeah, I don't know. don't know yet. I've not seen the Grass, film. probably. Grass. Maybe. Weed. Mm. Could be a deal, drug dealers. Well, there were some drugs in the trailer. Yeah. yeah. There was a riot scene. There's, there's a lot going on in this one. Started, on. It's looks, bag of it, I wish it was a bit of a short trailer, but I felt like it went on for a bit yeah, too maybe. Do these days, it looks like, yeah, maybe. It looks like a lot of fun, though. It does look like a lot it of fun. Does, it does, yeah. So, yeah. yeah. Cool. Next. I'm interested. Next. Quite looking forward to that one. Yeah. Next. 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 All right, last one. Uh, next thing is a trailer for Marjorie Prime. Uh, this is a bit more of a... Uh, a bit more indie? A bit more indie. Yeah, a bit more... Um, you know, I'll go first this time. Go. Not, on, then. not Michael Petit. Uh, I think it's very basic cinematography. It's a lot. big praise on the. Uh, yeah, trailer. well, it's it's something. I think. Well, do you not I have think that kind of, Do you ever care about anything unless or... it's visually interesting? <laughs> do you yeah. not like that low key style? Mm, no. Have you seen her? No. You need to watch. You'd her. like her, I think. I think what? Mm, good film. I love you. No. Okay then. Just, just deny. Everything. I don't think I'm gonna watch that. Why? Because it looks very boring. Okay. It's it, fair it, enough, but... It's just not my cup of tea. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, Do you like John Hamm? Is it not? Uh, not I've really. Doesn't give, yeah, yeah, it doesn't really care about actors he, unless they're CG. What's he been in? Does he have a hammer <laughs> men, or I guess, does he turn green? No. You'll see him in Baby Driver if you watch that. Oh, is he? I just mean to watch that. Don't want to get to watch on it. Shout out. Mad Men is what he's known for. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Andre, over to Jack then. Um, <laughs> I think I'm interested by it. Yeah, I'm very interested. Yeah, a lot of big, bold statements there. From mm. but you always get those with the reviews that they flash up. They're always going to choose the ones that are very, <laughs> very average. Yeah, <laughs> not quite my cup of tea. Yeah. Like that one. <laughs> but I like the idea. Um, and yeah, it's it's definitely drawn me in. I don't think it'll maybe it'll be in cinemas. It seems like one that might just mount no up. chance. We might have to source somewhere else. It's the it's the constant comparing it to other stuff that that's what you don't like is a is a red flag for me. I mm. feel like when that's done, it's always a bit yeah. Like why not just, just back yourself? Yeah, why not just say what's good about that? Oh, as good as her, just because. The topic is yeah. slightly similar. Mm. Yeah. Best written Black, yeah, Mirror. Black Mirror episode because well, the, it's the a thing dark with the Black, thing Mirror, the Black Mirror episode that stood out in my head was the about the one with Sam Yeah. Oh, I, no, I was no, thinking no. of the one with him in. Oh. But, one with but yeah, me. I guess that makes sense. Yeah, one where it's those two women. Yeah, I wasn't crazy about. Have that. you seen? I I that's my favorite. I know that was your favorite one. But you also have to remember. Season. Oh, I've only seen one. No, so I don't. And like the first two episodes of season three. Right, no, it's like one of the middle ones in season three. Uh, Obviously, they're trying to sell the film through this trailer, and they'll know that. Yeah. So many, you know, if you're, that's just a way of gr- grabbing audience members. Isn't yeah, it? for sure. If you love Black Mirror, you see that, you go, ooh. Oh, yeah. I love Black Mirror. I love. Oh, you know, we like her, and I'm like, okay, it's an effect on you because when you saw that flash up, you would just be like, oh. but to people who like her, I think a lot of them will. Because when I when I compare looking at what that trailer is with her, to me it looks like that seems like it's going to be a lot more pretentious than her is. The dialogue for that makes it seem like mm. it's going to be really up itself. Whereas with her, all the dialogue yeah. and where the characters were were just really realistic. And yeah, there were definitely some lines in that trailer which did seem a bit like a bit that way. But yeah, the way they just talk to each other um, and stuff and, and like give these philosophical views on shit. 
yeah. rather than just rather than just talking like you would talk. Yeah, might be a problem with it. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I'm still I, I'm still quite interested in it. It's still uh, an intriguing idea, and some of the some of the way it's done looks interesting. I'm quite uh, into how Don Draper seems to be uh, doing mm. his thing. Uh, seems like he's not being overly human mm. as this kind of portrayal of husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so it reminded me a bit of um, the Fass in Alien Covenant when he was just sort of talking quite... Fassy? Mm. Oh, he... yeah, he's David. The synth. Yeah, I guess. David, yeah. Yeah. Not seeing it. Mm. Don't. Okay. So, yeah, I mean... Visually interesting. <laughs> I agree with you about those. Got a few aliens. In the dialogue place. was a bit, yeah, and and, and mm. yeah, I kind of agree. I'm not a massive fan where they can directly compare things, but it it certainly looks. And to agree with Dale slightly, I don't think it looks as visually interesting as her. No, did, no, because again, no. her Absolutely used colours in very yeah. ways, whereas this, this it was just a very cameras. It was bland, actually, wasn't it? Yeah, very bland. I mean, I guess it's kind of the point, but yeah, it's still it was all grey and beige. And, it was know, a bit more it's supposed to be a bit more atmospheric. Do something new, I guess. Yeah. It seems like her will be a bit more large scale as well. Like he went out into the city and everyone this. was using these things and shit as well. Yeah, but I'm willing to give it a go. Definitely. I want to watch her again. I do. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I'm put it on the other day. You should really watch. I think you'd like her. Yeah, you Is would. it the one where he falls in love with a yeah, yeah. OS yeah. operating system? Yeah. And OS. Yeah. Yeah. That is good. Did anyone watch the OA? No, I didn't actually. Did you watch that? Don't wait until season two comes no. out. Um, oh, I think he started it. Mm. Wait till season two comes out if you're going to start watching it. Why? Because it's binge worthy or something. Mm, not that. You'll watch all. Don't give anything away. But you watch them all and you want to keep watching it. Yeah. That's mark of a good show, isn't it? No. Like. Mm. You'll it's shit. Wait, you stop until it to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's going to be good as soon as season two is out. <laughs> that what? Oh, sorry. Right, I don't want to ruin anything. I kind of see what you. Getting it. I don't want to ruin anything. I'll ruin it for so you. He's left on a sort of a cliffhanger. Don't ruin it for me. So it's yeah. basically setting everything up in the first season, but not actually going anywhere with it, just yeah. so that it can get like people to carry on watching. Six, whatever it was, five. Yeah, kind right, of. You're not giving us anything, so we'll move on from this. I think. <laughs> I there was a trailer for Westworld two out as well. Yeah, that was. That I'm, was I'm out. For what? Westworld two. Ah, fucking hated it. I didn't even start it. I liked it to start with. I was interested, and then you gave up. Yeah, and Joe did as well. Well, like, I carried on to the end, actually, but... Oh, Joe gave up, sorry. Joe, Joe gave, gave up. up. I gave up for a while and then came back and carried it right. on. But, yeah, the novelty just wore off oh, wow. of that. Really did you like it? No, I've not watched it. Oh, I mean, visually, it's like very it. good, Dale. But, uh... <laughs> <laughs> That's the only thing. Yeah, the the only... whole idea is really cool. It is, yeah, but that wears off after a few episodes No, because they keep the storyline going. I don't think they do. I, yeah, think they it's, well, I think that's the similar thing. Yeah. where they, it, One episode it's just... in the middle, maybe not. It's <laughs> what did you think of it? I've never seen hey, it. Fucking hell, oh, can I get my point out? <laughs> cool, right. Next. I feel like they just kind of keep, <laughs> again, try and keep your arm's length, not giving you anything so that they can <laughs> get you to carry on watching. No, but then you do. You've just boring. got to be smart to put it together as you go along. Oh, do you mean clever? Because smart means <laughs> progressed. Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> so patriotic. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, on that though, <laughs> let's move on. Good let's, that's the end of news. Let's move on to things that we've watched this week. Jack, what have you got for Zilch. us? Zilch. Nice. Henry? Really? That's good. Next. Yeah, why? Is oh, it... no, that just shows a zilch. I mean, it's... Yeah, I was away and I got to see, didn't watch anything. Okay. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Okay. 
Go on, um, couple of things. Um, rewatch the Truman Show. Nice. Um, after Richie said he did, nothing more to say. Just, just outstanding. You know, first time watching it, we filmed that out on, but mm. all right. Um, it's just brilliant, isn't it? I mean, I've seen it so many times when I was a bit younger. But, yeah. He's not anything, not done anything good since, has he? Who's this? Jim Carrey. Or the director, director. Peter Weir. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think he's done that much, to be honest. He's done a few, like, but they're just all really not well known and all crap. He did one recently that, yeah, was. was Richard Kelly, not well known at all. Like the muffin after after that. It's like falling into the abyss. But yeah, um, yeah, nothing more to say. It's just, yeah, as you said, Richie, last week, near perfect film, it really is. I mean, before that, he did Dead Poet Society. Is, <laughs> would you give that a? Would you give that then? What Truman Show? Mm. Not full house. It's got to be. It's got to be. I would as well. Yeah, it's got to be. Also watched. Um, mm. Also watched this film called Attack the Block. Oh yeah, John, oh, yeah. John Boyega. John Boyega, yeah. Johnny B, uh, my boy, Nick Frost. Uh, Nick Frost is a. It's a good film, that, isn't it? Yeah, do you know what? Yeah, it is actually. It's quite, um, quite funny, actually. Yeah, it's a, directed by Joe Cornish, who worked with Edgar Wright on a few things. All right. Um, yeah, I think oh, the right. like Oh no, it actually sounds was it. No, it was Edgar Wright and Joe Cornish were the two guys who were going to do Ant Man. Uh, really? That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah. So Edgar Wright was going to be director, and Joe Cornish was doing the writing, and they were both doing the screenplay for it. But, Obviously, after six years or eight years, and then they both jacked it in, didn't they? Oh. Did they both. That's the connection they had. Yeah. Surely, most of Joe Cornish's work must have been done. Yeah, but they both they both were off a project by the time it right. was released. Right. So. Um, and I think Edgar Wright's the executive producer of A Type of Block. And there definitely yeah. is. There's definitely elements of sort of uh, Shaun of the Dead yeah. involved. Yeah. I think when I was watching it, I was thinking, it's like this is like um, Kiddlehood meets Shaun of the Dead. Because mm-hmm. it's about an alien invasion, but we, we invade this council state in <laughs> London. I, you've just, done, story, one, you've just done one of these Doctor com- Who's in it? comparison promotions what? for it. What? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Doctor Who's in it. Yeah, Jodie Whittaker's in it. Yeah, I didn't know. I didn't know. Was like, she any good? Uh, f- oh. Fucking women in it. Fucking women. Fucking women. No, she basically Johnny B and his posse rob her at the start of the film, and it's then quite... this alien invasion kicks off, and then she ends up sort of inadvertently yeah joins a group yeah she? to try and survive yeah basically. Um, do you know what? It's a good bit of fun actually. Ninety minutes. And it's like a Channel Four film or something, wasn't it? I think it's. I think Film Four. Channel Four, yeah. yeah. It was on Channel Four when I watched it. <laughs> yeah. But um, sounds like a really fun watch. Actually, it's a very fun watch. It's. I won't class it as like the same level of. Um, what do you think of the actual aliens? They were done on the cheap, but done well. You know. What yeah, I mean? but it, it sort of fitted with the yeah. whole atmosphere of the film. Though. Yeah, for sure. Um, for sure. And yeah, Nick Frost is a bit. Of, uh, plays his character as just a skunk dealer isn't he <laughs> yeah. reminds me of the scenes in Lockstock when they go into that castle and all the guys are up there and they're all smoking drawer and, and <laughs> like that bit where they've got weed fat on the back of it. yeah it's it's pretty it's good I enjoyed it it's not the best film in the world Jack would like it I think I think I think you both like it you know it, do, it does sound like something it's a bit, it's a bit yeah. of fun and it's surprised you haven't seen it I've kind of, yeah I've kind of just seen it here and there all well, the time and I've kind of thought oh yeah, yeah I guess I'd like to watch that at yeah. some point and that's why I sort of wanted to just get it never, never really got around to it I guess exactly and it's um, yeah good bit of fun it's not it's not to be taken seriously and it doesn't take itself seriously it doesn't is, seem like it no. which is all part of the 
the appeal of it, I think, mm. why it sort of works. And you can laugh along at bits, and I think, yeah, it's decent. Mm. Um, just another thing I've been watching on TV, actually. The only thing I'm watching on Telegram is this one called The Handmaid's Tale. Oh, yeah, I've heard of this. Channel 4. Um, it's supposed to be based on the best-selling novel. Or if I, I, I've seen it's all over the place. I'm talking yeah, about well, it. yeah, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's 100% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Hmm? Um, I'm five in, I'm just midway through the fifth one out of ten. And you're... I'm liking it. It's very heavy, that's why I'm... But not loving it? Or... Um, I don't know, I don't know. It's just... 100% worthy? Oh, no, I'm going far. Hmm. No. By the end of the thing, it might be. Sure. And I think, but I've been reading, because I'm about four or five behind, I think the, the ninth one dropped this week, so I'm a bit behind. Hmm. And what I've seen, it gets a lot better. And it is very good. I do I do enjoy it, but I'm going slow because I need to be in the zone to watch it, because it's very heavy. And it's, I mean, it's basically set in a dystopian society where um, women are property of the state. Oh, sounds good. Third time women are property of the state. And they're used as... <laughs> the just... ideology, you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no, the... That's what it sounded like you were saying. <laughs> no, no, you agree with that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, it's, it's decent, but you just got to be in the right frame of mind. And it's based on this one... They call them... Oh, I can't remember the fucking name now. It's too late. But there's all these girls in this um, sort of cult sanctuary place mm. and... We're all trying to be cleansed and all this sort of stuff and okay. be used as just sexual objects and um, a bit of flashbacks as to we're not actually told how the world's got into this situation and how many people is it affecting that's just sort of dripped drips fed as we're going through, through flashbacks oh, I don't like that it's alright I don't like any TV series does that what drip feed Elizabeth would... Olsen's the main woman with flashbacks she's been in quite a few oh things. flashbacks yeah. if used well they can be she's the main handmaid yeah. is Elizabeth Olsen She's in Madman, yeah. is she? Yeah. What? Flashbacks. Mm. Yeah, I like flashbacks. Depend. It depends, yeah. doesn't it? Mm. Yeah, you can't um, really just generalise. Yeah. yeah, but I'm, I'm enjoying that. And then, finally, the last thing I've watched... Here we go. Tell was, me. What is it? Um, well, let me just have a run-up. Yeah, go on. Um, because we started filming so late tonight, I thought we'd um, use that time to go and watch a film. And this is one that Jack had high praise of when he was on when he's been talking about oh, it I forgot to say Matthew, which one's Matthew Carmel had high praise of it when he was on here uh, Pepster had high praise of it and then when I was on Letterbox this week um, uh, Richie and Cleo gave it a one and a half one star and a half one. star respectively I think or was it two ones I think we both gave it one both gave it a one um, out, out of five out of five out of five and out Jack five. gave it a five out of five um <laughs> Kingsman uh, the Secret Service oh I would definitely get that I've not seen it the first what? one you've not seen or it or the second one the second one wasn't out yet oh, it's not out yet no. first one first one yeah get that five out of five five out of five from you yeah. everyone is saying this I bet myself everyone is saying this uh, Woody um, I think please it's complete enough to draw thank you don't take it very that seriously much. Uh, no, no I, um, I see I don't think it does I think no it doesn't you're right what you just said I don't think it does no, I don't think it doesn't because Attack the Block is a great example of a film where it was using these these uh, lads on the street in London and taking the piss mm. out, not out of them, but using it to the advantage in that setting in that film. Whereas in this guy, the accent, it was just so obvious what he was doing. This sort of 
geezer. I just didn't. I couldn't get behind him anyway. Yes, it doesn't take itself too seriously. Well, in the some action respects. scenes are just dire. Uh, yes, they are. I mean, what? No, they were well good actually. <laughs> that one in the church <laughs> was so. Awesome. The church oh, was the, the worst, worst part. Worst of the scene. Film. Worst scene. I couldn't believe what I, I was can't watching remember. I just remember it being hilarious. It was comically bad. Yeah. I mean, it was just. Right, well, it sounds like all the reasons... You I'm going to get it up. I'm going to get it up to watch. Uh, Jack, I need you to see this again. <laughs> You're telling me about... I'm not watching it again. It's like five minutes long. We're 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 watching 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 about the the that's at the no, end. That's at the oh, end. And also, you can't just shove it on like it's in the middle of the film when you get oh, into Oh, come it. on now, Jack. He's already back. No, I'm not backing myself. If, you're, if you are so convinced that the scene is so good, you won't be worried. Are you worried? I'm not worried. Are you worried? I'm not worried, but I don't really see what... Let's watch it then. Let's watch it then. And I also want to That's hilarious. It's not hilarious. It's hilarious. You're killing children also. Colin Firth. What's funny about that? What about killing children? Well, not about the idea of killing children. Obviously, I find that hilarious, but just the way it was done was not funny. But can we just... Just aside from the thing, I just want to give me overall thoughts on this film. Go on. Because... This really is a Marmite film. You either love it or you hate it. There's no in, in middle ground with this film. I just don't understand why you like it. What, what, what aspects of it do you like? Because I just thought it was terrible. I, I just, I just way. loved how. F- I just thought it was really fun, and I was. It was yeah, painfully bad. It was so boring. It was, it was so. Boring. It was so slow and dull. Working on it. Different company. It was slow and dull. Mm, mm. How was it slow? None of it, man. I, I lost the map. It was I not lost. slow at all. I it was the... not slow at all. No, it was... I was action, so bored after 40 minutes. We had 90 minutes left. Shit I kept action. looking at how long was going on. It was so boring. Yeah. Isn't the opening scene in the snow, is that that one? When the guy gets killed? No, you're thinking of the hateful eight, mate. <laughs> uh, there might be, when he comes into the house. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And it's... Um, what? Oh, the black guy. Samuel L. Yeah. Mark Hamill. Yeah. And what was going on with Samuel oh, I mean, L? That was just... Is that Kingsman? Yeah. And yeah. Was awful... that slow? It starts right in there with... Sorry, with the action. action. So bad. With which bit are you talking about now? I don't know. What the bit at the start when the Mark Hamill's tied up and then the Englishman comes and saves him but then the girl with the blades kills him, slices yeah. him off. You're really realistic. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, but that's um, kind of Samuel like... Well, it's not like it I hated it straight from that But point. it wasn't... It wasn't... Johnny, right, Johnny English... Knew that it was a comedic spy film and it was complete. You knew what that was with Kingsman. I don't know if it's trying to be funny or they're actually taking themselves really seriously. No, no, they're not. Well, I don't. I don't. I think they are in some respects. It's not. They think they're a great film, and I agree with them. They keep saying it. And it's not. Yeah, okay. I understand that point about Johnny English. That is a straight comedy. This is not a straight comedy, but it isn't taking itself too seriously. It's like a James Bond. And I do love how outlandish it is in OTT. I love the. Usually, OTT isn't always a good thing, but in a James Bond meets James Bond parody is that a good idea for a film? You think? Yeah. OTT is not not something that necessarily. Well, hardly ever That's works. But with this, the style I thought suited the story, and the, yeah. the the cliched villain who just wants to get everyone by getting their phones or whatever was that right? Not really. Yeah. No. What did he want to do? He wanted to. He wanted to end global warming by uh, yeah, destroying, yeah. get, get so getting rid of half the population. Yeah, so it's just like an over the top villain. So bored. Yeah, but what's with all this fucking politics in it as well? Yeah, just for preaching. Oh god, it's so jarring. Mm, really. McDonald's in there. And the whole thing was just a shower of shite. It I think you're just... right, Woody. Though I think this is quite well, clearly a normal film. And with, with, but I just don't. I just don't get what's I don't, fun about it. I don't, what's with Samuel L. Jackson? Everything, everything put in this film feels like it's there to distract you from the problems of the film. What's with Samuel L. Jackson and his fucking <laughs> lisp 
Yes. And just the, the way his character is fucking embarrassing. I, did, to watch. I, did, I didn't laugh once. And Mark Strong and his Scottish accent. Yeah, what Mark, the fuck? Mark Scott Strong should not be doing a Scottish that accent. That was awful. He, he just remember, kept on coming out of details it. Details like that. I, know, I, I just know. remember the really little details. His main character. Watched it. I'm a computer. Don't know how you can forget it. You can't have a laugh. It's not one of those films where you can sit there and have a laugh. It's just so dull. I'm so bored of it. Two hours and ten minutes. It's just. I don't think we're going to. All the training sequence was so dull. And by the way, it was shit training sequence. Yep. He didn't actually get trained to do anything. And by the end of it, he was just doing. No, it's not why it's hilarious because it's not actually making a joke. <laughs> if it was making a joke about it, then it would be hilarious. But it's not. It's just no, that by the end of it, it's just that by the end of it, I think they were just joking on a whole other level. That you just it's impossible to have an argument. agree with Jack. <laughs> I agree with you that I liked it, and I think all the points you hated. watch this. All the points you hated, I liked a lot. Oh God. There's this all this sped up footage of shit action. This is jumping those in the minutes. Hey, There's really awesome gory death scenes. Colin Firth. Do you know what this reminded me of? It, this is Grin, Grinsby-esque violence. Yeah, it is actually. Oh, this is the exact same that. techniques for using Grinsby. Yes, it is. And Wonder Woman. And that was a great film. Well, exact that? same techniques for using Grinsby. Look at his jump now. <laughs> oh my god. I had a proper laugh and say a Grinsby elephant scene. Are you actually seeing oh, crying? <laughs> this is the person that's on your side, Jack. I was I was crying. <laughs> that was you are the lowest common denominator. I was crying with laughter when that fucking penis rounded. Oh yeah, me. hilarious, isn't it? We were actually Jack. just astounded by how Whoa. this could even be. I'm learning a lot tonight. I can't really. believe it. So Jack, now that you've just heard that confession from Dale, are you still wanting to fight the Well, that does disappoint me, but... Why did you not find that funny? Why is no. it funny? We're not talking about Grimsby anyway. I'm, I'm, I'm sorry, boys. Uh, that's just dire. I dire. mean, it's just complete oh. and utter dross. Luther Van Dross, it was the worst of the I gotta say, um, here's your training. Uh, you're asleep. First, Every, first night, let's fill the room with water. Every aspect of the whole film was just so <laughs> I was thinking about that. But don't act like that's a joke, because it's not doing it as a joke. That's what's awful about yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. If it actually was making a joke about these things, it would be, it funny. Would be funny, but it's not. It's doing it too seriously. Like, we mm. learned that Eggy was very smart and he spotted the two-way glass. Exactly, it's bullshit fucking nonsense. Right, I've got nothing more to say. It's one out of ten, complete utter dross. One out of ten? Next. Oh. Yeah, it's shocking. Shocking! No, I hated it. And Jack gave it a what out of ten? Full house. Well, ten. five stars. Oh, five five stars. stars. So what would you give it out of ten? I don't know. Maybe an eight. Oh, I won't give that. High. I'm Mate, pretty sure I... an eight in correspondence with five out of five is four. Well, look, it's, we talked about this last week. It's a bit different. Yeah, we did. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I'm not going back. I, I did really enjoy it, no. and, and I am looking forward to the second one. And you guys might not be coming with me. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm probably gonna have to review it. But... No, just shocking, shocking. And these these posters. I know you did this to piss me off, but you tweeted out the posters for the second where did, one. Where did he tweet you, Richie? Uh, film nights underscore, film which underscore. you're not able to access right now. But... <laughs> oh yeah, sorry. <laughs> We're on lockdown at the moment. Inland Revenue harasses. Right, you tweeted out these posters for the for the second one. Obviously, and, really good posters. Yeah. And phrased it as 
feast your eyes on these. A treat, wasn't treat. A treat, tre- sorry, yeah, treat your eyes to some new Kingsman the Golden Circle oh, character posters. And they are the most bland looking posters. <laughs> they are bland. I've ever seen. I know you did that to piss me off. Oh, but... okay. No, I, 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 I worded it in that certain way to piss you okay. off. Yeah. I think that's why it's yeah, a gadget man. Because he's got no gadgets. Was he a gadget man in that film? Well, he had a shitload of... Uh, uh, I remember him doing a little bit of coding at the end of the yeah. film. <laughs> well, it was just like, just like, oh, fucking hell, we need to use a different satellite for this thing. Can you do that? Yeah. Done. <laughs> You're literally it. I, I, I can do it, yeah. And it's still... shocking. Was 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 I, I can do that. Yes. <laughs> and still didn't do it. Oh, God. Well, I've seen this week. Glad he's making his appearance in this one as well. Great. Um, TV series, because they're going to be making a live action TV series on Netflix of Death Note. Oh, yeah. I've started watching the uh, anime. First time. Oh, you love your anime, don't you? Yeah. You love that. Well, I like the map. Most of Nicola gets me into watching uh, a series. Um, And she said they're going to do the live action of Death Note. So we started watching the anime series. Have okay. you seen it? No, I haven't, but I've heard it's very good. Yeah. Um, I don't really watch anime, so... No, I don't... This is, I think, the second or third anime series I've, I've oh, watched. I thought you were really getting into some anime. No, I... Last time you... I'd oh, sorry, like to watch um, more, but there's just hundreds of them, isn't there? And you don't know which ones are going to be yeah, good or not. Like, mm, they, they all look the same. Um, yeah, that's really... Do you think. like the Studio Ghibli stuff? Yeah, yeah, that's really good. I've not seen all of them. Um, I think there's... Like, Fucking loads of them. I think there's like nine or something. Mm. Um, more than that, I think. No. Mm. Okay, fine. You might be like Don't bother Anyway, anyway, Death Note. Uh, for you guys that probably don't even know what it's about, do you? Um, it's. I've been told before, but okay. Yeah, so <laughs> Please go on. It's um. <laughs> there's a, a death realm, or like a, a realm that has these death. Um, as these uh, guys that decide your fate of death, and then. They're called a Chinigami or something. <laughs> anyway, death seems to be they, a large theme. In they this. have they have a, a notebook. Seller. They have a notebook, and if you if they write your name in this notebook, uh, you, you die pretty yeah. much. So they're kind of like the ruler of death, if you tell <laughs> Anyway, you could have you could have easily they drop, phrased one that of in them. One, one of them drops their death note <laughs> to the human world, and this this guy picks it up, discovers what it is, and he's on it. No, he's not on mm. it. But he, if he now starts writing it, he can kill anyone in the world. Um, so his his mission is Tear to up, get rid of it. cure the world, <laughs> cure the world of terrible people, and it becomes like a um, like a cat and mouse game of uh, like a detective team trying to find who this killer is who can seemingly kill anyone in the world. Right, uh, it's really it's really good. Sounds it like, uh, cool. Uh, what else have I seen this week? I think- <laughs> I watched Dunkirk. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Move on. <laughs> so glad you're so excited. Anything else? So excited to be on the show. <laughs> uh, no, Death Note's the main thing I've seen this week. Not a rare time. Yeah, uh, you've never been here before, so anything else in your life that you've watched? You don't, don't have to think too hard, but... <laughs> yeah. Doesn't matter then. <laughs> so a little side note, I've started reading High Rise, the novel. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, and? yeah. Yeah, um... Mindfuck. Nine or ten... Chapters in, um, yeah. I mean, Page Turner. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think Got the I couldn't help but think about it. I should have read this before I see the film because there's just so much going on. 
Right. I think that's really usually cool. the case with the yeah, book turn film. Yeah, she's the case with this especially. Like, that they couldn't so cover. Stuff, yeah. Right. Mm. yeah. But yeah, enjoyed it. Good. Uh, another thing I'm watching at the moment. Not many films, more TV at the moment. Uh, just because easier to stick on that. So. <laughs> and that's... Um, I think you check yourself on that one. <laughs> it's um, <laughs> Fresh Prince. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, I've been starting that from the beginning. Obviously because Will Smith's performing. In Blackpool. Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. What? I'm going to see that. Oh, yeah, me too. Uh, I'll see that. Nice. <laughs> what? Oh, you should have done it. Oh, yeah, I, <laughs> yeah. oh, I didn't know about now. I didn't know about this. I bet yeah, you were. Well, and DJ Jazzy Jeff. Yeah, DJ Jazzy Jeff. It's the old bands getting back together. What's this for? What's the event? in the UK. I hope Jaden turns up. What's the event? I don't know. What's the event? Like Lime Wire Festival or something. Oh, no way. And you're going? I'm so jealous. Sunday. Try and get a ticket. Yeah, I'm going as well, Jack. This Sunday? No, in, or, and towards the end of August. Like oh, I'd love to see Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff. Yeah. yeah. It's going to be pretty village. It's the only gig he's doing in the UK this year. Can we should just yeah. get on stage with him? Just get a selfie for you. Oh, Will. Yeah, hey, yeah, film like boys. Yeah, come on. <laughs> Were you not interested in, in getting a ticket? Uh, no. No. Not, not doesn't really Smith surprise fan. me. Yeah. Not a big Will Smith fan. I love, I love Will Smith, but I mean... No. How much uh, was the ticket? Not for his music. <laughs> like 30 quid? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Is it a 30 quid ticket? Like I can't remember. Yeah, That's interesting. Yeah, going with Nick. So, I guess you're going clear. Yeah. See you there. While, he, while he's in the area, we'll have to get him on the show. It's a good opportunity for us. Oh, can we not, please? <laughs> Our first big guest. Uh. <laughs> no, our, our first... Sorry, actor... On the show. Mm, right. <laughs> yeah, what about... No, our, uh, Joe. Oh, Joe. Our about Joe? Professional actor. Our first Hollywood actor. Fucking hell, Jack. Yeah. God. Time's the chance. Anyway, Will Smith is, is, yeah, everyone. If you haven't seen Fresh Prince... What are you doing? No, I think what you're just getting the bin if you haven't seen yeah. And it's good to watch it in order, because normally you just see them when they're on TV back in the day. Sure. Yeah. And they actually do have a bit of a story going along with yeah. it, so yeah. yeah. It's good to watch. Very good. Very enjoyable. Right, well that wraps up no. the film night. No. Alright, so I've got a couple of, oh, just two things. Okay. Oh, well actually we already talked about it. Uh, we talked about uh, Kingsman and how shy that was, so uh, <laughs> just one thing then. Another train wreck, uh, car wreck, uh, which was Cars 3. Oh, dear. oh no, don't ruin that for me. No, it's not very good, absolutely. Lay down softly, it's shite. <laughs> Is it? Yeah, I don't, I don't know what I was expecting. Well, even Jad didn't like it, so there you go. I don't know what I was expecting because I didn't like the first one. Uh, they shouldn't have even done a second one. Didn't see the second one. Luckily, I don't think it uh, impacted uh, the story too much. Oh, the third one. Shut up, Dale. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it was just really, really boring. Nothing, nothing funny. Nothing for the. Uh, the, f- the the it's not really a family film it's a, just a kids film so it's an under five film I've <laughs> yeah. heard it handles a topic a topic of like getting old and not yeah that really things. underdone yeah. topic yeah. <laughs> I thought it handled it really well but apparently not um, unfortunately these cars don't handle themselves very well <laughs> right yeah, yeah. 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 Um, have you seen it oh, fucking hell um, it's right up his street, though, isn't it? I don't know why you ask what these you questions think? that you'd know the answers to, Dale. <laughs> uh, it's made it pretty clear while I've been talking about it that he hasn't. He's saving himself for the emoji movie, okay? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was just, it was just really shit and had shit characters and shit cars. Mm. 
John Lasseter was here now, slap you across the face. Well, yeah, probably. But I'm not going to start worrying about that for every film I review. <laughs> but someone involved is going to slap me in the face if I don't like it. I, I do. I think he's gone delirious. Yeah, I think this man needs a bed. Yeah. Come on. Um, I did like the short beforehand. That was oh, yeah. good. Yeah, yeah. Good little short there. Mm. Uh, it's, uh, but, you know, it mm. wasn't really worth going to the thing just for that. Hey, just for that, yeah. I could have just gone with Limitless, just seen the short and what? left. Yeah, you could have been. But, yeah, decided to stay. Yeah. Wish well, I hadn't. Well, Shit well, film. Uh, but that's it from me. That's a shame. Yeah. yeah. I guess we'll just move... <laughs> <laughs> I guess we'll just move on to say that you can email us at filmnight at yahoo.co.uk. <laughs> Please follow us on Twitter at filmnight underscore when you get the chance. <laughs> what? Yeah, sorry, you just went... <laughs> like a zombie waking up or something. Just so cool. It's a very good podcast, this, isn't it? <laughs> And stop to that point. <laughs> and subscribe to us on iTunes, Stitcher, or any other podcast that you found us on. If you can oh, break through all the privacy barriers. Oh God! Right. And no one's got anything else left to say. Other than that, unless <laughs> anybody's got anything else they'd like to say, no. Then I guess I'll say. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. It's goodbye from me. And it's goodbye from me.